Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Julie Donaldson. The Commanders moved to 7-5 on the season after a 19-13 victory over the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. Logan Paulson and Fred Smoot helped me highlight the notables from Washington's third straight victory. I want to talk about the defense in this one because if it was not for the defense and Kendall Fuller uh, being able to save that game thanks to Deron Payne and Deron Payne, the season that he's having, he mm. said it's because he was challenged to mm. not just play hard but to finish the plays mm. and all the difference in the world it is having. But in this game, yeah. the way that it started um, wasn't very pretty. It was kind of really kind of a bend-don't-break defense, Fred. I, I was actually anticipating this because these two teams mirror each other, mm -hmm. run the ball and play good defense, so I knew they was going to come in and plan to run the ball on a defense that's been shutting everybody down on defense when it comes to the run game. So I knew we had to be physical, but I have to point one man out. I know the defensive line is getting all this love, but Jamin, Davis. Mm. It's, we're watching a player coming to his own right now. We're watching the player sideline to sideline. Hey, once one person went down, he stepped up and said, I could take the load on, and I think he's special right now. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really great to see that young maturation, not only from him, but guys like Forrest. Yep. You know, Christian Holmes comes in and plays a lot of snaps yeah, in the game, yeah. right? Love to see those contributions from guys who are kind of developmental pieces, but now they have much larger roles in this defense, and I think a big contribution to their success. One of the things that Coach Rivera has always talked about is this team is relatively young, and when those young players get the experience, you have to be a little bit of patient, because they're going to make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. You just hope they don't make some mistakes that are too costly or cost you the game, and we're starting to see them really kind of grow together as well. Um, Washington just one of two teams teams to be top 10 in pass defense and rush defense so far. The defense is definitely keeping them in there. But we can't look past what special teams is doing as well, Logan. Yeah, I think they've been really great. You know, yeah. obviously they missed the field goal yesterday, the PAT yesterday, which isn't a great thing, but the coverage units have been outstanding. I yeah. think when you look at specifically the punt team, the way they've been covering kicks, the punt that Tress had yesterday in that game to just down inside the five, you knew that the defense was going to get a three and out there, then get the get the ball back to the offense with favorable field position. They, I remember I had special teams coaches say, Fred, that the, the that punt is the first defensive play in the series, and they've it done is. an excellent job of setting up the defense and playing an excellent job throughout the season. Love to see it. Yeah, most definitely. Hey, hey I believe in the Tress way. <laughs> I believe in it. In, in the last four games, you've noticed he's been knocked to the ground. That means they're trying to find ways to alleviate him and take him out the game. Mm -hmm. And I know Joey Sly kicked him missed the extra point yesterday, but you know my motto, kick him in the mm -hmm. eye, Joey Sly. That's what he do. He comes back and he makes it when you need him. I can say this. These special teams have been special. Mm -hmm. they, they've been very special for this team. Tressway, you cannot say enough about him. Uh, look, he's already made a Pro Bowl before, but the way he keeps going, you don't have to rely too much on him, but it's okay once in a while if you yeah. got a punt because you know he's going to put you in good field position. I Okay, so the offense. All right, still working things out, yeah. especially from the first half to the second half, but it seems like they found their identity. A hundred percent found their yeah. identity. Yeah. Uh, they're running the football outstanding. I think when you look at the different schemes they've got drawn up, the third and short call to Brian Robinson that goes for a 20-yard gain, the jet sweep to uh, Antonio Gibson, the way that the run game is complementing itself. They're finding wrinkles, finding ways to get guys' touches. I mean, this was the best running performance they've had all year, and it was great to see. They're bullies. They're bullies <laughs> at lunchtime. They're bullies on the playground. The offensive line bullies. The D-line bullies. The running backs bully. They're pushing people around, and they're making you like it. They're playing yeah. our type of ball. They're going to bring you in and say, you know what? We're going to play in the phone booth. You're going to have to beat us, Imano, Imano. Right. And look, it's only 44 rushing yards in that first half, and they said, okay, we've got to get back to what we do best, and certainly they finished with a season-high 176, so they found the key to winning. Head coach Ron Rivera reached a milestone in the commander's victory over the Falcons. Rivera earned the 100th win of his head coaching career. London Fletcher and I spoke with Coach Postgame to get his thoughts on the accomplishment. Coach, 
Let me start off with this. Congratulations, your 100th win, seventh active head coach to have that. Does this one mean anything more because it is 100? It, well, now knowing that it is 100, it, it does mean a lot to me. It really does, just because there's been a lot of people that have given me opportunities, and I really do appreciate the opportunities I've gotten. You know, Jerry Richardson in, in Carolina giving me my chance, my first chance. Mr. Snyder giving me my second chance here. Um, I've had a tremendous amount of, of great coaches that work for me, work with me, and, and, and a lot of good players. So I've been very, very fortunate. And the way that this one comes down, being a defensive-minded coach, uh, you mentioned before that Taylor Heineke is going to keep the job because this team is winning. But he only has to do so much because the defense is really holding you in there. Kendall Fuller to seal that victory. What does it say about this team just never giving up no matter where the play is or where the game's at? Well, I think there's a little bit of a toughness and a grit that, that's about it. But, you know, playing hard creates some good opportunities. And, and we, were, you know, we were down there. Guys were playing hard. They were still playing fast. And because of that, something good happens. The ball gets tipped. Guy hustles, gets himself in position, makes the interception. That's how you get, you know, that's how you create your own luck. Coach, I, I look at this as NFL coaches, they earn their money, obviously during the week coming up with the game plan and also the adjustments that you guys make in ha at halftime. At halftime, you guys came out and just dominated in the running game. What was the message to you guys? Well, the biggest message is do what we do. You know, we talked about being able to run the football as, as a unit, and that's exactly what these, these guys have done. If you go back and look at it, we rushed for 176 yards um, and B-Rob had his first 100-yard game. I mean, that was huge. And it's huge for the young man, but it's huge for that group because they've been working very hard, and kudos to our offensive line. And it's not only just what you did on offense after the second half because only 44 of those rushing yards came in the first half, but it's what you did on defense in the second half as well. What is being said to this team that they're able to really kind of make those adjustments as well and stop the opposing team? Well, one of the things that you know, I know the defense staff came and they talked about changing the front and then changing responsibilities on the quarterback. And because, and you know, but quite honestly, Marcus Mayo did some good things against us in the first half. In the second half, they made those adjustments, um, you know, and, and again, it limited their opportunities, limited their impact on us. And so, again, kudos to our defensive staff. One of the things, um, we talked a lot about the offensive line play and how they've been able to really do some great things rushing them with us rushing the football. I don't feel like we've talked enough about the job that the tight ends have done in the running game, especially with the, the volume and the type of runs that you guys are doing. Are doing. You, you know, London, that's a group that really hasn't gotten a lot of credit this year, mostly because most of them have been hurt. Um, but they're starting to round out the shape. You, you're starting to see the old Logan. You, you see him moving around, catching the ball. You see him moving around, blocking. John Bates has always been a solid blocker, and who knew he can go out and catch touchdowns like that? <laughs> I'm nice. just kidding. Kudos to John. And then we got two young guys that are you know splitting time because one's injured, the other one's healthy, the other one's healthy, the other one's injured. But those two guys also have a bright future here. You know, Cole and Armani just have both been really good rookies for us. Congratulations, Coach. Again, on 100. I already talked to Taylor Heineke. He said he might need to get you some high tops. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. All right, thanks. Go enjoy this one. All right, congratulations, man. 100, 100 victories, that's big time. For all of your news and analysis, be sure to tune in to Command Center weeknights at 5.30 and 10 p.m. on NBC Sports Washington. You can also stream on YouTube and Commanders.com.